Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Well, friends, there's a lot that goes on in our world every day. Just look through social media, look at the news, uh, look locally within your own town, within your local schools. Uh, All you have to do is just be aware of your surroundings to realize there's a lot going on, and a lot of it is good. You know, unfortunately, the news focuses so much on the negative. They like to draw out all the bad that's happening, and the good things that happen really get minimal exposure. But in saying that, there's so many things going on around us that are evil, that are bad, that are troubling, that are distressing, that cause us to be anxious. Everything robs us of our peace. And so we're walking through the fruit of the Spirit, and as we come to our next fruit, it is the fruit of peace, talking about spiritual peace. Now, we can break these three, uh, well, I'm sorry, the nine elements of the fruit of the Spirit into three categories. The first three, and this is the last of the first, is the inward. It's the state of being. The next three that we're going to look at are really our outward or our, act, or our actions towards other people. And then the last three will be selfward, their character traits to possess. Now, as we think about these fruit of the Spirit, they're not duties we try to fulfill or virtues that we try to achieve. These are the direct result of communion with God and come in a package deal. Think about that. They're ultimately the result of walking in the Spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but as I see around everything that's going on and how you and I as believers, true followers of Jesus Christ, are going to take our next step. And being a follower of Jesus Christ, there's nothing more we need at this very moment than the fruit of the Spirit. Love is what is needed. Divine agape love. It needs to be the center point of our Christian life. There is so much hate, so much division in our world that the world needs to see love. And then it needs to see our joy. There's so much that is robbing people of their happiness or they're trying to find happiness in things of this world, but it's only temporary. I watch people all the time and I see them able to achieve or do or buy and then it runs out. And because they don't have Christ at the center of their life, they need to go on to the next thing and then the next thing. And it doesn't mean these things are all bad. For some people it is. It's addictions and they're running from one drug to the other, one hit to another. Uh, some people they are running from one relationship to another, trying to fulfill that inner desire, that inner joy that only comes from the fruit of the Spirit. And so as we think about this third, spiritual peace, it is an outgrowth of the first two, of love and joy. You see, love produces joy, which in turn produces peace. Jesus talked much about peace. In John chapter 14, he's spending the last evening with his disciples, and he has some very intimate moments, and he says this, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I said to you. So we understand the Holy Spirit guided the disciples specifically in our passage to record Scripture, to be able to write down what God wanted him to as the Holy Ghost brought it to their remembrance and taught them all things. The same for you and I. The Holy Spirit teaches us truth. But then for verse 27 goes on to see Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let your heart, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
Capture what this passage is saying. Jesus makes a distinction between the peace of the world and the spiritual peace that he gives. He says, look, peace I leave with you. I'm leaving, and there's going to be heartache. There's going to be turmoil on this earth. But he says, peace I leave with you, but not just any type of peace. My peace, the same peace that the Son of God possessed as he walked on earth, the peace from God, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth. He says, look, there's a difference in the way the world gives peace and how I give peace. He says, but I give it unto you. And he says, because I give you peace, let not your heart be troubled. No matter what's going on in the world, no matter what you're seeing on the news, no matter what is going through your social media feed or on the reels or whatever, neither let it be afraid. And so as we think about spiritual peace, the peace that the world offers would be simply defined as a tranquility of mind a freedom from disturbance, maybe freedom from dispute or war. Talk a lot about peace being the absence of events or absence of trouble. But the spiritual peace that Jesus is making a distinction of is a state of quiet or tranquility in spite of any circumstances. You see, it's peace within ourselves. It's not peace just being absent of events or absent of trouble. Jesus said, the peace I give you will be peace in the trouble. It will be peace in the events. And as a result, we should not fear. We will not fear. You say, well, I fear often. Yes, I get it. I do too. When I watch and think, guess what? The world steals my peace. The world steals my joy. And if I'm not careful, the love will steal my love. But Jesus says, my peace. You see, it's the same peace that Jesus possessed on this earth. It's the same peace that allowed him to sleep in the middle of a terrible storm while everybody else was going crazy. I mean, the boat's rocking. They're going, we're going to die. We're going to die. What's Jesus? He's sleeping. How? Peace. And guess what he even said to the storm? Peace, be still. It's the same peace that allowed Jesus not to retaliate in the face of his enemies. It's the same peace that allowed him to stay calm in and through every situation. You see, tranquility of mind based on the consciousness of a right relation to God is how one defined spiritual peace. Another said it like this, true peace comes not from the absence of trouble, but from the presence of God. Again, peace that we're looking at here is different than that what the world sees as peace. Unbelievers experience peace in the absence of trouble, while believers experience peace in the midst of trouble. Why? Because of the presence of peace, the presence of the Holy Spirit that resides in them. You see, peace is never in a hurry. It's never upset. It's never disturbed. It never bites its fingers nails. It never feels anxiety. It never worries, and it never fears. But you're saying, but I do. And I'm telling you, I do too. I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with worrying. I struggle with fear of what's going to happen, of what might happen if this doesn't happen. And, and I can begin to bite my fingernails. I, I, I have trouble. I bite my fingernails often. And it comes from anxiety. It comes from worry. It comes from fear. I just want you to know you're not a bad person because you feel that way. But we do have someone that lives in us that can help us with this. Jesus knew, as he spoke to his disciples, he didn't tell them, hey, you better never be fearful. 
You better never uh, not have peace. He didn't come at them that way because he knew the world they were living in, just like he knows the world that you're living in at this very moment. He knows and has experienced the circumstances that you experience in your life at this very moment. The ones maybe this morning that have struggled with you to steal your peace, to steal your joy. Maybe the circumstances from last week with the coworker, with the family member, in the relationship that just robbed your joy and has stolen your peace. Maybe it's your, something with your finances or a loss of job or what are you going to do next with your life? And there's fear that's gripping you. Spiritual peace has the power to keep us from getting anxious. It has the power to keep us from worrying. It has the power to keep us from feeling, fearing. You know, it will allow our fingernails to grow. That's what spiritual peace does. So how do we obtain spiritual peace? Well, first, spiritual peace begins with a right relationship with God. Romans 5.1 tells us that. Uh, it says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we first get peace with God so that we can obtain the peace of God in our lives. But spiritual peace is obtained through the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, look, I'm giving you my peace, and it's going to come through the Holy Spirit. So Jesus, in essence, manufactures the peace, and the Holy Spirit is the truck that delivers it to you and I. Who lives inside you? right now as a believer in Jesus Christ. It is the Holy Spirit. And as the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you have access to this spiritual peace at all times, 24-7. It's not like the grocery store that may close at 11 or 12 or even some of the Walmarts now that used to be open 24-7. I pulled into one and, you know, Walmart, the big Walmarts have been open 24-7 for a long time and all of a sudden it's closed at 11 o'clock now. The Holy Spirit never closes. The spiritual peace is always available to you. And this is why our relationship with the Holy Spirit is vitally important. That's why it's vitally important we intentionally wake up every single day and ask the Holy Spirit to fill us, to ensure that we're filled with and walking in uh, the Holy Spirit, because that's where the peace comes from. And guess what? I don't always do that. I told you I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with worry. I struggle with fear. And I imagine you do, too. But we have the source to take away the anxiousness, the fear, the stress, the worry. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, he said, be careful for nothing. That means be anxious for nothing. Okay, Paul, maybe you don't live in the day and time that I live in. Wow, but think about Paul's life. Shipwrecked, beaten. He said destitute of food, in and out of jail for doing what is right. And here he writes, be careful, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You see, spiritual peace affects our minds, but spiritual peace also comes through prayer, seeking God, and the Holy Spirit. To keep there, it says, And the peace of God which passeth, passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds. Notice spiritual peace affects your minds. Think about it. The battle always goes down in our mind. 
That's where we struggle with these anxious thoughts. That's where we struggle with the fear. That's where we struggle so many times is there with worry in our mind. But notice it is the peace of God shall keep, it shall protect, it shall guard. That word is emphasized as a military guard to prevent a hostile invasion. Think about that. Worry is a hostile invasion. Anxiety, stress, these are hostile invasions that come into our lives unwanted. We don't want them. Go away, right? But notice it's our mental health that is affected by peace because anxiety, worry, and fear all takes place in our minds. But spiritual peace has the ability to calm our minds and to remove the anxiety, worry, and fear in the face of anything. You see, it's peace that gets down to that deepest aspect of man in our heart. So not only does it get down into the deepest aspect, but it also goes and soothes and heals our mind. So as it gets down in our heart and it gets into our mind, it affects every area of our life. You see, Jesus said from our heart, that's where our mouth speaks. And that's why it's so important you and I know what we're putting in. But this Holy Spirit is where we receive this spiritual peace. So I ask you as we close out our episode, do you struggle with fear? Do you struggle with anxiety? You're not alone. I do, and I know many people who do. Do you worry a lot? Do you allow these things, maybe sometimes within worry or anxiety, to really overwhelm you, to take control of your mind and take control of your body? I mean, anxiety and fear and worry all can elevate your heart. It can cause many medical issues. It can control you where you can't think clearly. Do you struggle with that? Well, as a believer in Jesus Christ, and if you've never called on Jesus Christ, we said, first of all, spiritual peace begins with the right relationship with God. Jesus Christ came. He died on the cross. Why? To offer himself as a sacrifice. He rose from the dead, defeating sin and defeating death. And the Bible tells us, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so God places Jesus Christ's righteousness in your place so that your sins can be forgiven. So spiritual peace begins with a relationship with God. And if you have that relationship, then you have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. And so you can obtain this spiritual peace that we're talking about. You have to seek the Holy Spirit and seek to walk in the Holy Spirit. Seek to be filled with the Holy Spirit. One writer said this, the peace of God cannot be disturbed. There is nothing on earth that can disturb God's peace. Just let that marinate for a moment. Our peace can be zapped in a moment. But just as the peace of God cannot be disturbed, that same peace, that's the same peace that we have access to. You see, the peace that Jesus said, I will give to you, is the peace of God. The same peace that cannot be disturbed. The same peace that can stay peaceful in spite of all that is going on around us in our life. And so if you're struggling with anxiety, worry, and fear, seek the Holy Spirit. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and to help you, help heal and help uh, put medicine, if you will, through the Holy Spirit on your mind and in your heart so that you can have and obtain this spiritual peace. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.